0: And welcome to the podcast on how to build a successful e-commerce holiday presented by Fabric, a headless and modular commerce platform for retailers and brands. My name is Milly Datta. I am a senior product marketing manager at Fabric. I will be your host today. The holiday season is on every retailer's mind around this time of the year. And rightly so, because it is the biggest revenue generating period for many businesses. The customer experience that you deliver during this period to a large extent determines the customer loyalty for a long time after the holiday season is over. To discuss this important topic, today we have the pleasure of chatting with two veterans from the e-commerce space. First, Stacey Sal, the Chief Operating Officer and Head of Products at Fabric. Stacey is the consummate operator with deep knowledge and experience working in digital commerce. Stacey held several roles at Amazon that included general manager, chief operating officer, and tech leader of Amazon's Prime Air division. She also served as the global program leader for Amazon Fresh and general manager of Prime Now. Earlier in her career, Stacey spent seven years in operational roles at Williams-Sonoma. Most recently before joining Fabric, Stacey was the COO of Babylon Health, one of the world's fastest growing digital healthcare companies. Our next subject matter expert on the panel is Prakash Mupirala, the head of developer platform and experience at Fabric. Prakash has over 20 years of experience in e-commerce and marketplace and had leadership roles at eBay, Staples and Restoration Hardware. Prakash has been involved in the digital and business transformation of commerce, supply chain and merchandising applications over time. Stacey and Prakash, thank you for joining us.
1: Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having us.
0: Awesome. So we all know how important the holiday season is in e-commerce and the world of retail. What are some of the biggest challenges you recall from your time as an e-commerce operator during the holiday shopping rush? Stacy, let's start with you.
1: Yeah, holiday is extraordinarily important to retailers. A huge percentage of their revenue over the course of the year happens in the last What used to be six weeks from Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all the way through and leading up to the day before Christmas, which has now been further condensed and consolidated later and later towards the holiday and the actual peak. I'd say this year, the challenges are exacerbated by two main events. One, just general economic uncertainty in the market and how both businesses and people personally are going to perform from a financial perspective with inflationary challenges, et cetera. And the second one are the supply chain challenges that we're seeing across the board, which cause tremendous risk around in stock, out of stock, and then overstocks as a result of lower demand. And so I think this peak is going to be particularly challenging for retailers and managing through it is going to require lots of being very nimble, being very responsive to what they're seeing and and not being afraid to take action early in order to not end up with a glut of inventory post-peak.
0: Thank you, Stacey. Prakash, what would you add to what Stacy said?
1: Yeah, I definitely echo Stacy's
2: comments. Uh, this year, well, the past three years have been crazy. Primarily this year is probably the pinnacle of all the last three years around things have changed in a big way. I think handling the right experiences, supply chain management, assortment, the right assortment the right level of inventory. And there's a lot of convergence also between retail and online yeah, with you know, over the past three years. So leveraging cross-channel a lot is also very key to enabling a strong peak. And more importantly, mobile continues to drive experiences over time. So optimizing your experiences to the right experience for the customer is, is also equally important. And also managing your inventory, as Stacey mentioned, is very critical, say. More importantly, around getting the right assortment, the right sized assortment at the right place for the customers.
0: Oh, that's a long list of challenges and watchouts. In commerce, I think what's a challenge to one business is an opportunity to the other. According to National Retail Federation NRF, despite the supply chain problems, rising inflation labor shortages, and Omicron variant in 2021. Holiday sales actually grew by 14.1% to the record $886.7 billion, beating all previous records. The sectors that saw the biggest growth last year were clothing and clothing accessory stores, sporting goods, general merchandise stores, and furniture and home furnishing stores. A lot of the areas where you both are experienced in. Prakash, how do you think retailers and e-commerce businesses can use this time to stand out?
2: So I think the, the most important thing would be just around managing your inventory and enabling that cross-channel visibility would be and optimize your fulfillment options also around, around all of this. Traffic management is, is an equally important one. I think many retailers that I've worked in the past there's a plan for an entire quarter for peak versus these days, I think uh, peak is all the time. You don't need to plan for peak. You just need to be highly available all the time. Traffic management is very critical. Back in the days, I could recollect how do we control traffic, bot management, or you have this thing called control traffic where you send only a few emails to different people in the country so that they're coming and accessing your site. And page speed is equally important as well. And the famous Amazon quote, every 100 milliseconds in added page speed reduces 1% in sales, right? So that's now become a standard. That's what customers want today. And I think improving your site experience to the highest page speed, to the right form factor, whether it's mobile, desktop, or tablet, is equally important. I think on an average, we used to have this goal of two seconds for a page load. Double the fold is what the customer sees, not the entire page. I think it's equally important to have that criteria. And that planning was around how do you get all of this done? Now it's more important to keep that site, the site experience for peak all the time through the year, not just for a specific period of time.
1: Wow. Stacey, what are your thoughts on that? I agree with what Prakash said. I think, you know, customer expectations on retailers and merchandisers online has at all time highs. The expectation for excellent performance, inventory being in stock and available, or at minimum being able to get the item they want delivered to their door if it's not in the store. I think as the bar has gotten higher and higher, the expectation for perfection at peak is very, very high. And I think that coupled with challenges, again, I can't echo enough how tough I think this holiday season is going to be to manage through and I think companies that are particularly nimble and responsive will manage through okay and there's going to be some tough business come Q1, Q2, Q3 next year for folks that are sitting on gluts of inventory in the wrong places. So making tough and hard decisions, moving inventory around, doing spot markdowns in certain markets if markets are overstocked. I do think you know dropship and leveraging tools where you can sell inventory that you don't have the liability on is a huge opportunity for merchants. A sort of new technology and plugins allow people to use that. Our fabric marketplace, as an example, that really allow merchants to bring inventory to customers without having to bring the inventory liability and the additional touches and supply chain moves is a huge advantage for this peak and is something that can still be introduced. I think turn of the year returns will be big conversation as people get through holiday and then are are staring down. We had all-time high sales last year over holiday, which also comes with an all-time high returns. We'll continue to see that go up. And so Returns handling and returns management is going to become a big conversation in late Q4, early Q1. But I think, as Prakash said, expectations around site speed, around in-stocks, around product quality, around delivery speeds, et cetera, are at an all-time high, and everybody needs to bring their A game.
0: That's a lot of good insights. I hope our listeners are making notes. Stacey, if you were a retailer right now, what would you do today to see a successful holiday season in 2022?
1: Yeah, I think that's such an important question. And of course, nobody has a true crystal ball. And so in the absence of a crystal ball, obviously we make our best bets. And then it's really around what are our contingency plans? What are our plans to be as responsive as possible? Do we have everything lined up? If something performs well, how do we chase Um, or do we choose not to? If something is not performing, how do we make earlier calls than ever? and it is incredibly hard particularly with the true peak moving out you know black friday cyber monday continue to be important but the days in between that and december you know 22nd through 24th have become very very compressed and the last thing that a merchant wants to do is what I would want to do as a merchant is mark down something that I would sell through anyway at full price. And so those are very difficult decisions. This year, I would say be courageous and lean in. Err on the side of selling through what you have versus trying to maximize margin. The value of particularly peak or holiday goods is very little on December 26th. And I think, you know, managing and sell sell what you have to the customers you have in front of you. If you have inventory, you know, buy online, pick up in store, ship from store where you can. There are many retailers that have added of these capabilities over the last few years. Those that haven't, I think, are scrambling to do so now. And it will be a big focus in 2023 to make sure that that everybody is positioned with that functionality. Again, just making sure that you know, we can meet our customers where they are and offer them the products they want at the prices they want whenever we have them in front of us is so important. And so... You know, I would say, Millie, you said, if I were a retailer, I can say, I don't don't envy retailers right now. I think they're faced with many, many hard decisions. And I would say my best advice right now would be lean in and make the hard decisions. It's almost the opposite decision that we would have made last year as a retailer, where we would say, it's okay. You know, inventory is tight. Sales are strong. Performance is strong. The goods will sell through. I don't think we're staring down that same crystal ball this year. And I would say... Push goods out early, mark them down early, do your promotions earlier. If the promotions perform fantastic, if they don't, what's your backup plan? And just be prepared for a really tough and rocky season. Prakash, what would you add?
2: Plus one to all of what Stacey said. I think it is, it's going to be extremely critical um, around inventory optimization. What's your right product assortment? And as long as you can control this and don't buy a lot of inventory, which is traditionally what retailers do for peak and sell through what you have. Leverage RTP or rules-based pricing engine, where you can actually schedule all of this. You know, Back in those days, you were flipping pages where deals were over and you could bring in a new deal and there was latency associated with all of that. Now with rules-based pricing engine, you could actually schedule pricing, markdowns, specific time interval and inventory control, like sell, sell through 50 quantity and then change the price back. You could do a lot of the flash deals and daily deals through some of the modern capabilities that we offer. I think thinking through all of that and making sure that you have the right level of inventory control on the fulfillment side, make sure that you can fulfill in an optimal way using our right OFL or order fulfillment logic where you could ship to store, ship from store, bring more traffic to the store. Because people locked down in their homes for the past two years do want to go to the store, maybe. I think an, this year may be very different from some of the previous years. So bringing in that store traffic is equally important. And store cannot be the physical, you know, four wall store anymore. It needs to go beyond as well. So this convergence around commerce being omnipresent. So retail doesn't need to be fixed to what inventory is available in the store. Enable purchasing online through a store with an associate or through a mobile device. So extended assortment everywhere is equally important, right? The, the idea is to really optimize you know, for the peak and making sure that people get what they want and set the right expectations for the customer.
0: Thank you. That brings us actually to the last section of this podcast. Uh, you both have extensive experience at some of the biggest B2C brands, Amazon, Restoration Hardware, Levi's, Williams and Sonoma, just to name a few. Any final tips you would like to share with our audience? Stacey, I'll start with you and then we'll go to Prakash.
1: Yeah, I mean, in a world of final thoughts, I I don't want to be Miss Doom and Gloom and and sort of cast, you know, sort of a storm cloud. I do think it's just wise to go into the season knowing that there, it's a very different year than last year um, for so many reasons. All of the things you mentioned previously, Millie, I think, and Prakash just mentioned it also around, you know, hey, people were afraid to go to the stores last year that some people are going to want to go back into stores. That's very hard for retailers and retail systems that predict performance of what's going to happen this year based on what performance happened last year. And we've seen that across Walmart and Target and all of the, the headlines around inventory and balances and challenges and getting the right inventory to the right stores and responding to the right curves. We're in for a wild ride. Nobody really knows what's going to happen. I would say you know, there's a good chance we don't hit the sales we hit last year across retail just because people weren't really traveling. And so they were spending their travel dollars on buying gifts and buying things for holiday and had some excess cash in their hands based on government funds and maybe working more and taking less vacations, left them a little bit more cash in their bank accounts. And so their willingness to part with it, that is not the current economic landscape. That's not, you know, with inflation, people are struggling to pay for food, let alone gifts, et cetera. And so I think just all of these different challenges coming together. The only word of advice I have, and it's not sort of new information or something different I haven't said is just be really nimble and be prepared to respond and respond quickly to what's happening. I would say, you know, a flat holiday in my mind would be an incredible success. Um, I know that's probably not the case for many retailers and they're the ones that owe, you know, to, to wall street and to their investors. Great returns in a great business, but I think this is a year of those who can successfully manage and lead through it and respond quickly to the performance and what they see happening. Going in with sort of leaner expectations, not planning for large increases year over year, and being prepared to take early markdowns to exit inventory, canceling orders. I know vendors are seeing um, cancels all over the place. And, you know, I think it's really around making sure you have the tools, the services, and the ability to respond quickly is my best advice. I think it's you know late in the game to say you know bring in new new technologies i would say there are plugins that do allow you to make progress faster again i'll make one more plug for for fabric marketplace because i think that is a genius product that allows merchants to capitalize on their traffic drive incremental revenue incremental margin and take on zero inventory liability which i think is in this economic climate is a magical offering i think the rest of it is Watch your business very closely, inspect and audit often and respond and take action as quickly as possible. And good luck with this holiday season because I think it's a tough one.
2: Yeah, I think uh, very similar thoughts. I would say assortment is key. Unlike buying a lot of inventory, leverage marketplace and dropship would be a great way to kind of extend your long tail. Some of the holiday products that typical retailers sell could only be short lived, only just for that six or eight weeks during primarily the Christmas related stuff so a great way to kind of leverage dropship so that you're not holding that inventory sell through what you have leverage strong pricing rules and promotion rules so that you could do it more optimally versus manually and you know enable a lot of self-serve capabilities so customers are very much adaptable to using some of these tools nobody wants to pick up a phone and call customer service these days so enable a lot of self-serve capabilities for all post-transaction management setting the right expectations And I think ultimately optimize your inventory and fulfillment logic so that you're not just doing traditionally, you know, from a DC or an FC, but leverage your cross-channel experiences to enable a lot of store fulfillment. And, you know, and as you bring traffic to the retailers, have that online awareness because people are buying at a brand, not at a specific location. So it's important to tie it all together. I think this peak is going to be very different, could even trickle into next year based on how things move. We used to have at Staples a peak after a peak, which you call, you know, the B2C would run through a holiday peak between mid November to end of December. And then you have a business peak on B2B, which is typically the first month of the year where, you know, all businesses have their new financial books either they're closing the books or opening the books. They procure a lot. So we had a back-to-back peak for completely different channels. So had to do different controls to manage different types of experiences. So I would say just adapt to what you have. The B2B is a lot more predictable, but you never know how things change because even businesses are being very conservative on how you do that. So optimizing marketplace is more of a de facto for many brands right now, I think. And drop shipping would be good. It's only important to set the right expectations with the suppliers, so you you actually build a better experience for your customer on when the item arrives. That's the control versus um, you know where you are to draw the line. with with the suppliers and making sure that the customers get the item at the right time.
0: Stacey, Prakash, thank you again for joining us today. You both shared such valuable tips for our audience to plan a successful e-commerce holiday season. This podcast is brought to you by Fabric, a headless and modular commerce platform for retailers and brands. To learn more about Fabric, visit www.fabric.inc. Thank you and happy selling.